It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The Locked On NBA Fantasy Minute is presented by PrizePix. PrizePix is the most fun you can have playing daily fantasy basketball and winning up to 25 times your money. Go to prizepix.com slash LockedOnNBA and use the code LockedOnNBA for a first deposit match up to $100. We are very much in the thick of the fantasy basketball playoffs. You might be starting it this week. You might be already in it. It might be a week away. And at this point of the year, with only five weeks left in the entire regular season, Playing the schedule is the most important thing. So this week, the Minnesota Timberwolves and the Los Angeles Lakers play two games only. So any fringe players you have from those teams, even guys, yes, like Kyle Anderson replacing Kyle Anthony Towns, that's not worth it with two games on. You need to be stacking extra games and you need to be looking at the teams with four games. You need to be looking at teams with games early in the week and then switching them out for teams with more games later in the week. Get more games in, play the schedule, be cutthroat with injuries and get players in to get yourself success for fantasy basketball. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. You are Locked On Magic, your daily podcast on the Orlando Magic, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And you're indeed Locked On Magic. My name is Philip Rosenreich. I'm the expert insight editor over at orlandomagicdaily.com. And of course, follow me on Twitter at philiprr underscore omd. Apologize a little bit for my voice. I am a little bit under the weather right now. Not enough to stop podcasting, not enough to stop doing everything I'm doing, but yeah, you could probably notice us certain raspiness about my voice today. So I'll try and go a little quickly. I have a few points I want to make today before we move on to uh, this really important week for the Orlando Magic. But before we do any of that, I want to remind you all that you check out all the great podcasts on the Lockdown Podcast. We're searching on iTunes or wherever you get podcasts, including now the Himalaya app for Lockdown and the team you're looking for. Looking to get a leg up on the Philadelphia 76ers, check out Lockdown 76ers. Looking to figure out what the Miami Heat are up to, Check out Locked On Heat. We'll be hearing from them uh, later on this week as well. The Detroit Pistons, Locked On Pistons. There's a Locked On podcast covering every single team in the NBA. Plus, Locked On NBA covers the NBA from a national perspective. And Locked On Fantasy Basketball has your fantasy basketball needs covered. I can only speak so long-winded because my, my literally, you could, you could probably hear me being short of breath here. But... There's so much to get to on the Lockdown Podcast Network. It will literally clog your computer up. It's done that to me. I've had to, I've had to stop downloading all the podcasts because I don't have the time to listen to all of them. They're all great. Find your podcast today. Supplement your podcast listening. I know you all listen to Lockdown Magic, but supplement your podcast listening with all the great podcasts on the Lockdown Podcast Network. Just by searching on iTunes for Lockdown and the team you're looking for, and you can now find us as well on the Himalaya app too. That's Locked On and the team you're looking for. The Locked On Podcast Network, it's your team every day. Let's start now with Friday. Uh, I, I, I am getting to the point where we will start doing emergency podcasts for big games as they happen on the weekends. And certainly, I'll make this promise to you too. During the playoffs, we will probably go seven days a week if the Magic do make the playoffs because games happen on the weekends. Games need to be previewed on the weekends. There is no stop when we get to the postseason. So 
you have that to look forward to if the Magic do indeed make the playoffs. Friday night was almost a night when I decided we needed to really talk. We needed to get down and get this game in because it was a momentous, momentum-changing game. And in fact, if the Magic probably had played another game this weekend, we probably would have talked about it a little bit sooner. It probably would have been an emergency weekend podcast because this game did change a lot of things and needed to be discussed. The Orlando Magic are not a consistent team. They're, they're getting more consistent. They're certainly not an easy out. Teams are not finding it easy to beat them by any stretch of the imagination. But they still struggle with several issues throughout the year. They're still not quite all the way there. And, and if you're not someone that believes this team is a playoff team, A, you're wrong. And B, there is reason for you to do so. And it's games like Friday night's game that make you believe that, that make you feel that. Despite Orlando being one of the best defensive teams in the league, and despite Memphis being one of the very worst with many of their best players, including Mike Conley and Joachim Noah, out for the game. The Magic struggled to do what they do best. They struggled on defense. For three quarters, Memphis got whatever and wherever they wanted offensively. And on defense, they used a 2-3 zone to really confuse the Magic for a good chunk. And really, the only time Orlando was able to get any offense going was when they got stops. And those times were just few and far between for the first three quarters of Friday's game. Memphis took as much as a 17-point lead in the third quarter. Four minutes left in the third on a Chandler-Parsons three of all things. Orlando was not doing a good job keeping Tyler Dorsey out of the lane. He was getting into the paint, drawing Vucevic to him, and dumping it down to Valanciunas or out to the perimeter to a guy like Chandler Parsons or whoever it was. He was hitting shots, and Orlando just wasn't able to just physically bump them off their path and recover. It was honestly one of the worst performances the Magic have given through three quarters. And they deserve to be down by 15. And it's those kinds of losses, those kinds of games, the ones against the Knicks, the Bulls, the Cavs, and to some extent the Grizzlies a little little while ago. Those were the games that the Magic have not been able to shed since the All-Star break. And, you know, when we look back at the season, maybe those are the games we look back at with regret. But the Magic needed this game. There really aren't any must-win games quite yet. I would argue that there are two very, very, very important games. But the Magic aren't dead if they lose them. They're not helped if they win them or if they lose them. They're in better shape if they win them, but they're not dead if they lose them. The Magic would not be dead if they lost this game against the Memphis Grizzlies. But what they showed and the desperation they showed over the final 17 minutes of the game of regulation is exactly the kind of approach and urgency they're going to need if they want to get these big games. If they want to make the playoffs with a little bit of comfort. It's going to be hard to do it with a ton of comfort. The Magic's margin for error is undoubtedly small, and they made it even smaller with their poor play through three quarters against Memphis. 
But slowly but surely, they came back. Terrence Ross, scoring 31 points, hitting eight three-pointers, slowly brought the Magic back. His energy and effort throughout the night paced the Magic. Michael Carter-Williams played some fantastic defense on Tyler Dorsey, finally slowing them down. Memphis started missing shots. The Magic started getting rebounds. And Orlando was able to dictate the, the pace of the game. Most importantly, though, their defense shaped up. You could see them getting physical in the right ways. You could see them doing a better job keeping guards out of the lane and recovering and moving and, and helping each other. And then finally, it was time for the Magic's veterans to take them home. DJ Augustin hitting tough and important shots. Nikola Vucevic providing a base in the post. And then finally, Evan Fournier closing the deal, tying the game in regulation. And then him and Vucevic taking the team home in overtime. Yes, there were hiccups along the way, including Jonathan Isaac fouling Tyler Dorsey on a three while the Magic were up three, and Dorsey making only one of those three free throws. The old saying, you gotta be lucky to be you gotta be good to be lucky and lucky to be good. The Magic got a bit of both. And the Magic won 123 to 119. Erasing that 17 point deficit. Scoring a major victory on a night the Heat lost to the Bucks, bringing them within a half game of the final playoff spot. Miami beat Washington on Saturday to regain a half game, so they're up one game heading into Monday's contest. This was a momentum-building win, a confidence-boosting win. It was perhaps... The kind of win that a playoff team simply finds. As I I tweeted this after the game. Find a way. It doesn't matter how you get to the end destination at this point. Find a way. And Steve Clifford said that essentially in his post-game press conference. The Magic didn't play well for three quarters. The Magic tightened up their defense in the fourth. And they won the game. And at this point in the season... That's all that matters. They can worry about cleaning up all those things later, but nothing else matters except the raw win total at this point. No one cares how you get there right now. Just get there. And that's what the Magic are going to have to do, and that's going to have to be their approach for the final nine games of this season. The Magic did what they had to do in this game. They did exactly what they needed. But the road does not get any easier. And I'll explain why here in just a bit. Hi, I'm Jake from Locked On. There's a lot to say when buying a new home or car, but really the first words you want to say are, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And trust me, as someone named Jake... That is a fact. That's the phrase that will help you feel good knowing that you have people who could help you find the right coverage for the things you want to protect. Insurance doesn't need to be complicated with a State Farm agent. With so many coverage options, it feels good knowing you can find what fits you because your situation is unique. And State Farm is there to help you feel supported with the coverage you need for your car, your home, and even boats, motorcycles, RVs, and other things that matter to you. 
And when you need ways to get help, don't yell or be angry because State Farm gives you options there too, in person or on the phone with your local agent or on statefarm.com or their award-winning app. State Farm lets you do things your way. So when you need help protecting the things that matter most, remember to say, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Of course, Monday, the Orlando Magic begin this nine-game stretch of the season, this final nine games, against the Philadelphia 76ers. The Sixers and the Magic have had some really tough battles so far this year. Their opener back in October, Philadelphia took a 20-point lead. Orlando came back, got it to uh, tied the game before J.J. Redick hit a three to give the Sixers the win. A few weeks later, Terrence Ross went nuts in the fourth quarter. Jonathan Isaac, of course, blocked Joel Embiid. And the Magic stole one from the Sixers in a game that that really be, was really, I, I would say, the genesis of the Magic's playoff push, of, of really thinking maybe this team could be a playoff team. This was this was not just an ordinary win. It was conference building in that sense. And then a few weeks ago, Orlando, again struggling for much of the game, were able to fight back and trail, I think it was by four late in the game when Orlando just stopped hitting shots. And I think Steve Clifford even said after that game, that was a game where we just couldn't hit shots. A lot of things went well. Magic just couldn't hit shots. So Orlando should feel confident against this Philadelphia team. They know that they can compete even with Tobias Harris in the lineup. And Philadelphia's going through a little bit of a rough patch right now. That Sixers team lost to Atlanta on Saturday. He did such a... They lost, they're they just kind of going through that lull in the season. And their playoff positioning is pretty set. That They're still fighting off for the third seed a little bit, but it doesn't look like Indiana's going to catch them. Boston's too far behind. It's not, it's not looking good. Philadelphia seems pretty locked into that third seed. Jimmy Butler is playing well. They've still got a very potent offense. Not a lot of depth off their bench. But this is still a very good Philadelphia team, even if their defense is a little weakened. And after a loss to Atlanta, they're certainly going to be focused in on trying to right the ship, so to speak. The Magic, of course, need this game. They've got three home games left. They built a nice little home court advantage. And their road ahead is extremely tough. It's worth noting just what's on the line here, or what's on the line this week. Orlando, after this game against Philadelphia, will start a four-game road trip. In fact, six of the Magic's final nine games are on the road. Again, just three home games remain for the Magic. And adding to that, seven of those nine games are against playoff-bound teams, or teams currently in the playoff picture. That is to say... When we talked about the Magic having a quote-unquote easy schedule after the All-Star break, that time has passed. Now the Magic are in the thick of things. Now the Magic are at a point where nothing will be easy. Gaining ground will be difficult. And they're going to have to earn every win. The real reality now is the playoffs have already begun for the Magic. 
to get to the eight seed, to, to get where they want to go. Every game from here on out will have playoff intensity. And if it doesn't, they're doing something wrong. Certainly, the crowd atmosphere, the strategy, that part isn't quite there. But the urgency, focus, and attention has to be there at a playoff level already. Because the Magic can't afford to slip up like they had Friday night. Playing like they did Friday night the rest of the season is going to get you lost. It's going to get you beat. And probably beat handily. That under underman Memphis team is probably the only kind of team the Magic could really make that comeback against. And unfortunately, there aren't many more teams like that on Orlando's schedule. Philadelphia has not given up a 17-point lead. Then again, Charlotte did just erase a 17-point lead against Boston a few nights ago. So, anything's possible still, I suppose. But the Magic can't count on that. They can't count on sleepwalking through a game and finding a way at the end. You find a way at the end when it's close. You don't find a way when you're down by 15, when you spot the other team such a big lead. And this week especially has some very, very big, meaningful games. We talked all summer, really, all season, about playing meaningful games. And that was somewhat abstract. That was just saying, be in the playoff race. Feel a little playoff pressure. This is the playoff pressure we're talking about because right now, we can point to exactly the meaning behind all these games. As things stand right now, Orlando is one game back of Miami for the eighth spot in the playoffs. The two teams play each other Tuesday in Miami. A win by the Magic secures the season series and that first tiebreaker. A loss, and the Magic will have to win their final two division games against the Atlanta Hawks next Friday and against the Charlotte Hornets on the last day of the season to win the tiebreaker over Miami. Not to mention, have to pick up that game if they lose. Those are some massive, massive stakes. Especially on the back end of a back-to-back. And if that doesn't get you feeling like this week is going to have a ton of meaning, that second game of the road trip has equal meaning to it. On Thursday... The Orlando Magic traveled to take on the Detroit Pistons. Orlando is currently two games back of Detroit for the final playoff spot, or for the seventh spot in the playoffs. Two games back of Detroit. Orlando trails the season series in that series 2-1, tying the season series with throw to conference record in which currently the Magic trail 25-23. Detroit now is coming off a West Coast road trip. They play Denver on their way home, and then Thursday is their first game at home after the road trip. It's never an easy game, that first game after a long West Coast road trip. This is a massive, massive pair of games for Orlando. Beat Miami and Detroit. And you might be sitting in 7th place by the end of the week. A little bit of cushion, perhaps. Split those two. 
and you're still very much in the Eastern Conference playoff race. Lose both, and you're not dead again. But the task gets a lot harder. The rest of the road trip, of course, at Indiana and at Toronto, no gimmies by any stretch of the imagination. The Magic then close their home schedule against the Knicks and Hawks before finishing off the the season at Boston on WrestleMania Sunday and then at Charlotte on the final night of the season. Once again, Miami will have a game in hand for the better part of the season until their final two games when they play at home versus Philadelphia and at Brooklyn, who also has a very difficult schedule and only leads the Magic by two and a half games for the sixth spot in the Eastern Conference. The Magic at this point can only worry about themselves, of course. I could list the stakes of these games and tell you these are games that matter. And that's why they matter. I can literally point to the stakes in these games. But the Magic can't worry about any of those. They got to worry about themselves. They got to play at the level they know they can play at. They've got to take care of their business because none of this talk matters if they don't win. It doesn't matter what Miami does if they don't win. It doesn't matter what Detroit does if they don't win. This week, Orlando certainly holds a lot of cards. They control a good chunk of their own destiny. They've just got to overcome the pressure and the stakes to do it. Those other teams will be feeling it too. Because the playoffs are here. Don't let anyone tell you otherwise. These final nine games are all playoff games. And the Magic are going to need the same intensity and desperation they showed in that fourth quarter down 17 to Memphis if they want to come through and play in the real playoffs come April. This is Jake from Locked On. Locked On has teamed up with State Farm to spotlight some of the greatest supporting players in NBA history. After beating the Heat led by LeBron James and Dwayne Wade in 2011, Dirk Nowitzki won an NBA title and proved himself to be one of the greatest basketball players of all time. But there was one player in the starting lineup for the last three games of the finals that helped support Dirk all the way to a championship, J.J. Barea. Led by J.J. and Jason Terry, the Mavs' second unit proved to be the strength throughout the playoffs, where they led the NBA in bench scoring. But for games 4, 5, and 6 in the NBA Finals, Mavs coach Rick Carlisle inserted Barea into the starting five to help the Mavs space the floor and put more playmaking around Dirk. J.J. Barea had a knack for running the pick-and-roll with Dirk that helped the Mavs score more efficiently on their run to a title. Dirk Nowitzki couldn't score the way he did if he didn't have much-needed support from someone like J.J. Barea. Sometimes, you and I need that kind of support, too. Think of State Farm like a pivotal team player. When you need help protecting the things that matter most, remember the jingle and just say, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked on Magic. Of course, find us on Twitter at Philip R- uh, Locked on Magic and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, as well as the Himalaya app and all the other fine places you download podcasts to your podcast-enabled listening device. You can find me on Twitter at R underscore OMD. And of course, for the latest on the Orlando Magic, be sure to check out orlandomagicdaily.com and follow us on Twitter at omagicdaily. 
We'll be back again tomorrow with another episode of Locked on Magic. We'll recap the Magic's game against the Philadelphia 76ers. But until then, for Orlando Magic Daily and Locked on Magic, this has been Philip Ross and Reich. I'll see you all again next time for another episode of Locked on Magic. You are Locked on Magic, your daily Orlando Magic podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.